Welcome to a drink and a natter. I'm the Juicy Chef and I'm with my friends today. I'm super, super excited. So guys, it's a very windy day and we're here to talk about the environment. We're under the gazebo as usual. And I don't just have one, but two, but three of my friends with me today. And it's a live, it's a vibe. We've got Christian Sale from Troubles Brewing, Andrew Bruce from Plant Jamaica. Shit. <laughs> Shelly Ann Dunkley from Live Echo and you know I'm excited about my friends and what they're doing and I believe in promoting my friends I believe in promoting the best of Jamaica and all that is positive now climate change is a buzzword are we taking climate change seriously are we respecting our environment these are the things that we want to speak about today from example, for example, speaking about buying locally, for example, let's stop importing beer and buy Christian's beer. With Andrew, let's plant the gardens. Andrew is responsible for my lovely food garden, which right now is not very picturesque because we're in between planting. Shelly has been a maverick. She's been a pioneer with speaking about the environment in Jamaica. Shelly, you were the first person I saw speaking about the environment in this country. I know there are other people, but you brought it down to the grassroots level for a lot of people to understand because sometimes things go over people's heads. You broke it down into a down-to-earth way. So what are some of the things that, as every everyday things that we could do? Because some people say, but I can't save the environment. I can't save the planet. What can I do? What are some little things that we could do in our day-to-day -day lives mm -hmm. to help with our, look, Jamaica's one of the, most beautiful islands on the planet for example but a lot of the everyday people you see sometimes we see garbage being thrown yeah. out of buses stuff what are the little things how could you break it down why it's important for our present day to the future generations why is it you know why is this emphasis now in world politics on the news etc people think it's an overseas yeah. issue no it's everybody but it's a local issue yeah. as well so could you break it down for us please um well there are so many aspects of going green thinking about your environment but what i try to do through live echo and ECHO stands for Environmentally Conscious Consumer Operations. Mm -hmm. What I try to do is have people think about their individual impact. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the first thing. Start with you and then you can spread the news. Right. Manage your waste. Basic, basic thing. You know, mm -hmm. let's start there. Are you recycling? Are you actually containerizing your waste? Mm -hmm. You know, so those are some of the basic things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, buying local like mm -hmm. you said in terms of you know looking at local manufacturers yes they might import raw materials mm -hmm. but there is also a way for them to see what is available locally mm -hmm. for them to use in their manufacturing processes mm -hmm. um 
But just be a conscious consumer in terms of the items that you buy. You know, do you need a toothbrush that is made from plastic? Mm -hmm. You know, what are you going to do with it once it's, once you're finished with it? Why not switch to bamboo? Mm -hmm. The prices are pretty similar, okay. you know, so let's consider things like that. Mm -hmm. But on a global scale, it's not just first world countries that have these issues. Mm -hmm. It is everybody across the board. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen flooding in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. That's that's not new, right. you know, and it's only going to get worse as we talk about climate change. Mm -hmm. And if we don't mitigate and find ways, you know, for us to manage what is happening with our climate mm -hmm. and how we actually need to live with what is currently happening right. and what's, what we envision will happen in the future. Okay, that's yeah. a great thing. And speaking of what are the things we could do as individuals, one thing we could plant our own vegetables, yeah. plant our own food. Andrew, you've done an amazing thing with Plant Jamaica. You went into the inner cities, taught them how to grow vegetables. You've come into the suburbs and, you know, around the island to schools, etc. Showed us the beauty of a seed, a seedling, watching our food grow, eating fresh, like truly fresh. You've been my guru. I tell everybody, Andrew is my green thumb guru. What drove you to educating people about planting their own food um, in terms of, you know, the different things like organic growing, the type of manure we use um, in terms of the soil, for example, lots of us, we don't even know how to use soil. I mean, you've taught me a lot. I was intimidated. Andrew's like, Jackie, don't worry about it. I'm here to teach you. Andrew doesn't just come and plant the food in your garden. He keeps coming. It's a relation. It's a long term. It's a lifetime commitment. He shows us, you know, seasonality, whatever. What drove you to start Plant Jamaica? What, what, what is your, um, what drives you? Um. Well, I think everybody wants to have a passion and a purpose, mm -hmm. and um, I think it's awesome that I was that I've been able to find a passion and a purpose and, and a purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So climate change is like one of our greatest threats um, in the world and for future generations. Mm. Um, going downtown um, was kind of like a, a spin-off of an idea after murals were being created at the street, street art in 41 Fleet Street. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't want people to be taxing persons mm -hmm. to come into the area and take pictures or take a video shoot. Right. So I found a piece of the guys that are across the road had a piece of land mm -hmm. and I thought why not turn it into some sort of micro enterprise, mm -hmm. tangible operation for them. Right. Um, and the reason why I, I ended up doing it myself um, with volunteers and help from the private sector and crowdfunding because I couldn't find an organization mm -hmm. that would implement the ideas that I knew could a very good chance of helping turn, transforming these people's lives and the community. Mm -hmm. And um, the more I got into it is the more I was learning and the more I was inspired to learn more. Mm -hmm. So I've continued on to try and find ways in which we can help um, our country mm -hmm. um, and help the globe. Right. And it's a difficult thing yeah. to solve. There's like the more you know is the less you know, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So yeah. no, I do I do home gardens. Um, I will do community um, programs as well, so school programs, orphanages, 
Mm-hmm. Um, if we can find the right pairing of people, yes. you know, that's mm-hmm. very important mm-hmm. for the sustainability of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone's listening and they're interested in funding to do an orphanage, yeah. I think that stands a very good chance of being sustainable as opposed to yeah. community gardens and school gardens. Yeah, makes sense. Makes a lot of um, sense. And, uh, you know, I'm like a little scientist where I'm constantly trying to figure out how to make better soil, how to look for different plants, how to look for more hardy things, rainwater harvesting, you know, I listen mm-hmm. to problems that are on the macro level. Mm-hmm. And the things that I do right now are a lot of these small ideas in which individuals collectively together, if everybody's doing it, mm-hmm. will make a, a, a big difference. Definitely. But I'm still on the pursuit to getting to the level mm-hmm. of having making some macro changes. Right. And I like that because when you think of our, our food import bill, for example, it is bloody ridiculous. Sorry for my language, guys. But um, the cost of food, especially the land as fertile as Jamaica, we are so blessed, the diversity on this island. We, we need to reduce that. Yeah. We have to reduce that. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous how food could be so expensive and it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there's a lot of solutions. I find here, okay, forgive me if I'm a bit controversial, I see all these politicians, these big people, as they say, make these lovely speeches, but then how does it translate those speeches yeah. to, to reality? Because then I know people who are trying, but there's all of these that red tape and blockages. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes it's a turn off. You want to do something grand and great, but <coughs> there's no incentive. There's hardly, I mean, it's changing now. Yeah. They realize the financing is a big <coughs> problem in this in country. Yeah. You could put up the crop right. you're going to get to get financing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, to do something that's how our grandparents would have done it exactly because everybody can say oh you know my family comes from farming well everybody came from farming Mm -hmm. the supermarket is it might just be a hundred years old now right it's not it's true it was a very agrarian before yes exactly it's a a new thing that Mm. convenience so chris so christian so for example you are a a small entrepreneur Mm -hmm. you are trying this brewing um brewing uh, business we do have a culture of beer here the big commercial red stripe for example it's very brave of you to take on a market where you have like the big guys like the red stripes the guineas the heineken's etc but you've seen this niche you're very passionate a genuine passion mm-hmm. and how does the costing affect you in your business in terms of because th- some things obviously you do have to import and again guys we're not against importation I think it's what we import and how we import and what's necessary for stuff that we don't use here. But I found something interesting the other day. You use Jamaican cocoa. I know right now you're experimenting with a cocoa. Is it a stout? Yes, yeah, a cocoa stout. Right. Yeah, a chocolate stout. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big up to Nick of one on cocoa. Oh, I know that's my mate, yeah. Nick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great, great. Friend. I can't even remember who reached out to who first. Yeah. Um, but we've been in conversation about it for a while. Mm-hmm. And until I went full time, um, I wasn't able to even try that stuff so mm-hmm. we just we just did that so there's a lot of that to do and when I would first tell people that I'm going to be brewing beer mm-hmm. they say oh well what local ingredients do you use that's mm-hmm. usually the first question um, it's not always possible if you're just starting out to use right. local ingredients mm-hmm. but there is uh, we're on our way to using it there's there are plans in place there's a lot of experimentation being done mm-hmm. A lot of, I think, unique ideas, which I haven't told a lot of people about or anybody about, mm-hmm. um, that, that we're going to be trying. And, and if the bear is good, 
Right. We'll, we'll release it. Um, and there's beauty in experimentation, of right? Course, I of mean, course. I've made so many failures with recipes and created some good things by accident. It's, it's right, yeah. exactly. It's always trial, right, yeah. trial and Absolutely. error. Definitely. And when you said about that, because I know with, with Red Stripe, for example, they had switched to cassava, mm -hmm. which is a local ingredient. So so th there's a positive shift yeah. happening mm -hmm. um, in terms of our consumption, how we eat. I'm a global ambassador. I'm an ambassador for Meatless Monday Global. And we were in 44 countries and we encourage people to go plant-based once mm -hmm. a week. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I've become a flexitarian as a result. A flexitarian is somebody who eats plant-based part-time of the week mm -hmm. and then you can eat meat as a treat. For example, our eating habits, Shelley, how, again, culturally, you know, we love... When I spoke about Meatless Monday a decade ago, I've been in the movement telling people said, oh, that won't work in Jamaica. People <laughs> love their, their, their jerk pork and their curry goat and their oxtail and that's not going to work, Jackie. No, vegan it, vegans you know um, and plant-based is like the buzzword yeah. now mm -hmm. people like andrew that were growing our gardens we have these lovely vegetables to create these plant-based meals it's not new though we got our rastafarians we got our mm -hmm. seven-day adventists who've always encouraged mm -hmm. a a plant-based so that's one angle of how we could be uh climate friendly yeah. by having a a plant-based meal from time to time yeah. uh, what are some other easy ways you mentioned sorry we go back you mentioned recycling, but our rubbish people who collect our garbage, we don't have recycling bins in Jamaica. I mean, when I'm back in England or Europe, you know, we've got your glass, your plastic, whatnot, and then your regular refuse. But here, we don't... How, how are we going to advocate for recycling bins, for example, how to do our... to sh show, throw away our rubbish? That, that, that to me is interesting mm. because for me personally, I... I believe it's my personal responsibility mm -hmm. if it is that i want an environment a clean environment a healthy environment mm -hmm. i'm going to do what i need to do i'm not going to sit and wait for you know nswma which is our national waste agency mm -hmm. to provide a bin for me right you, you can get a, a garbage bag and separate your plastics mm -hmm. you know it's really very simple for you to do and mm -hmm. it's not something that you need to wait on somebody. And similarly, as it relates to, you know, the foods that you eat. Right. Be very conscious and make conscious choices. You know, if you know that, let's say, I, I, I know in the U.S., for example, um, beef rearing, is, it's, it's a huge issue. Mm -hmm. You know, not just in terms of um, animal rights and, you know, taking care of your animals, mm -hmm. but also the, the methane that is produced Definitely, from yeah. that type of um, technology or mm -hmm. method. So... It's, it's something that you need to think about. Do I need to be eating this big old steak Sometimes, every day yeah, or you know, a couple day, times a week or something? Nice yeah, but it, it is <laughs> yeah. a nice treat. It really is. is a, a, good, a good steak yeah, is really yeah, nice. Yeah, meat is a treat. But at the end of the day, it's yeah. just like you're saying, yeah. be flexible about what you eat, but right. also be very conscious. You know, do you need to eat the, the imported lettuce versus the local lettuce? Mm -hmm. You know, so sure. those are some of the things that you really just need to consider as an individual, right. you know, make these conscious choices. Again, going back to what mm -hmm. ECHO stands for, right. environmentally conscious consumer operations. Be yeah. very conscious, very purposeful about what you eat and the things that you do, mm -hmm. what you purchase. Right. You know, consumerism, that's huge. Yes. You know, 
let's not even let that's, that's another true. topic be selective <laughs> support local exactly yeah, yeah. yeah as best as possible yeah, and if I'm the product is good i mean if it's not good you f- feel free to buy whatever you want right yeah. yeah moderation moderation yeah. right and support i'm glad local. that christian said that because like your beer you know which we've tasted is for me global standard Thank yeah you. and if we can Thank produce you. global set which we are capable of look at our rum for example yes. world renowned our sugar is the best tasted sugar yeah. um Coffee. Our coffee. Oh, let's like I mean, with everything, it's a process. Everything is a you know, process because even the quality. bamboo industry, mm-hmm. we need to work on that. Because right. why can't we have we have bamboo locally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why can't I see bamboo toothbrushes made in Jamaica? Right. You know, it's legislature. But well, that's another. Right. Thing. Exactly. <laughs> there is a lot of things yeah, that go yeah. along with it. Okay. Speaking of legislature, um, Andrew. So, okay. For example, okay. So we're going back to the grassroots. So let's forget legislature. Like she said, as individuals, yeah. we are collectively responsible. For example, so for example, if I buy Christian's beer. Christian, can I call you say, Christian, I finished my beer. Can I return my bottles to you I to really be recycled? I really want those bottles back desperately. Okay. Um, when I started out, I was collecting used bottles from the Japanese restaurants. Okay. They've stopped using that brand of beer now. So okay. I've had to, unfortunately, start importing. But mm-hmm. it's because I had no other choice. choice right. Um, but yes, definitely collecting back bottles. Actually, Butcher Block now takes back the bottles. Okay, excellent. Yeah, so if you it's buy from Butcher Block, Uncorked, Chilitos, mm-hmm. Butcher Block is the first to stepped up and said, we'll collect back the empties for you okay um they give a little bit of credit towards either the bear itself or their store okay um and yeah that's that's the most critical thing um once okay. again as i started out mm-hmm. small group of people buying the bear it, the first rule was just i'll sell the bear no problem mm-hmm. i'll sell it the bottle but mm-hmm. i'll take it back right you know? um so we can keep on using because there's, there's no point in having something be used one time mm-hmm. glass can be cleaned very well, well yeah um, and there's, there's just no point, point in having all that waste. Yeah. There's costs, there's environment. Why, why are we going to fill up the landfill mm-hmm. with glass? And I'm glad to when you speak about the recycling process. Some of the ingredients that you use mm-hmm. in producing the beer, can somebody like Andrew, for example, use that those mm-hmm. hops and the barley to be mulch or something for our soil to put back into our soil? Well, for us who Absolutely. grow our little home gardens. Absolutely. I mean, I, I started We've off... We've spoken about this. Actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, know. I was going to see him here today. We spoke about this. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They didn't know, but my guests didn't know to they were going to be together. We're supposed to pick up some stuff to do an experiment. Yeah. yeah. That's fabulous. So right now, um, yeah. Trinity Jam Farms actually takes most of most of the spent grain. We call it spent grain. Okay. Um, and they feed it to their goats. Oh, yeah. excellent. Goat um, feed. Yeah, That's absolutely. Um, the hops can be used as well. It's known to be a fertilizer. I think I need to yeah. talk to Andrew about the about the. Um, I tried a compost pile. I didn't do very well. <laughs> well you know, pay so. me to consult. Yes. <laughs> speaking so, of, I'm glad you mentioned my compost. Page, oh, yeah. yeah. Big yeah, up Instagram, Osandle. Thank Jamaica. Right. Boom, boom. So everybody's um, Instagram handles will be. You'll see on your screen. Um, and those of you who are listening, also it's in the caption of the episode description. Everybody's um, social media will be provided on the captions. Also, so Andrew, so we spoke about composting. Mm-hmm. For a novice green thumb, like how I was a couple years ago before you came and rescued me, what would you say for a starter kit? Mm. Like, so for example, I tell people they don't need a massive garden to start. They can use your window sills. When I was in mm-hmm. Paris, yeah. my balcon, le balcon, was <laughs> full of like little uh, grape tomatoes and, and yeah. chilies and herbs and stuff. Nice. But for somebody, yeah, what would you mm-hmm. like, what would you like for our climate and our soil? Uh, what would you say is a good starter kit of 
vegetables that people could grow at home. Yeah, to, well, to back up a second, you were saying that like, you know, Jamaica is so fertile and whatnot. Mm -hmm. People don't realize that the soil is not really fertile where we do a lot of our growing anymore. Okay. That's a climate change problem, oh, right? Dear. Due okay. to the way in which we farm. Mm -hmm. So that's one. So even when it comes now to your yard, you know, you don't typically have good soil unless you're mm -hmm. like somewhere in rural Jamaica and it's been ra relatively untouched. Mm -hmm. um, for growing stuff, uh, beginner, um, we're talking about stuff that has um, is is less intensive because growing your own food is mm -hmm. an intensive process. Yeah, definitely. Um, growing herbs is something where the plant lasts a very long time. You have very little to do to it other than just to continue to pick it. Mm -hmm. um, you need to be able to have a location in an urban environment. It can be challenging, especially if you're in an apartment or you know, we seem to be building things so close to yeah. one another with very little land space. Mm -hmm. Well, it cuts out the light space. Mm -hmm. There's indirect light mm -hmm. and there's direct light. Mm -hmm. No matter which country you are in the world, you need at least six hours of direct light, light mm -hmm. on that crop for it to get enough photosynthesis to, mm -hmm. to grow and right. blossom and do its thing. Whether it's a fruit or, or, it, or it doesn't fruit, mm -hmm. but it's just eating the leaves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I would say start with a, a, a vegetable garden, mm -hmm. um, uh, a herb garden. Herb garden, sorry. okay. Um, in terms of other crops which are easy to grow, beans are fantastic. Mm -hmm. They make their own nitrogen, so that's okay. one of the reasons why they grow so well on their own. Mm -hmm. So beans are great, and they grow very quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's cheap to do, everybody can get beans anywhere, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to go think about importing seed from abroad unless you want something special. If okay. you want something special, you can check me. Right. Because I got the really good stuff. Yeah, he does, he does. <laughs> I, I can vouch for that. No, My garden's been so well, diverse. Beans aren't just yeah. dry beans, it's not just like, you know, red peas. Yeah. You can have that option, but right. you can eat it as a fresh bean, mm -hmm. like a string bean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, nice. Love so rolls. beans Love are great. Yeah. Um, garden egg, eggplant is mm -hmm. something that grows really easily. Mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah, if you're going to try and get into you know, carrots and pak chai and lettuce, mm -hmm. you now have a very intense hobby, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, I've been or learning. an intense business. <laughs> mm -hmm. It requires a lot of work mm -hmm. because you're going to be replacing that plant right. so quickly. And speaking of, I'm glad to we talk about soil and especially for those of us who live in urban areas and the, the quality of soil is of an irrigation because climate change, water the use. drought period, mm -hmm. water, you know, we have, a lot of us have tanks, we've had to invest in tanks to collect water when we have the rainfall, rain collection, etc. So I know if you don't really have a good water source, it's very mm -hmm. difficult to, yeah. to plant. What are some of the crops that don't need as much water? Because we, we probably have to start thinking about that too. Yeah. Everything needs a lot of water, mm -hmm. some less than others. Right. You know? Um, so, I mean, the nice thing about small-scale farming, backyard farming, is for one, to do it organically, mm -hmm. it's proven that you know it has the greatest yields, the most amount of nutrition. It's something that you can you can you can actually do. Mm -hmm. To do large scale, I mean really large scale organic agriculture, mm -hmm. it's hard to find a, a ton of examples in the world which are doing things that way. Mm. Um, so in terms of water, no. You just need to be able to manage the water. Yeah, I mean, that's a big thing. It, I, I can't say that there's one thing that uses less water than the others. Right. You know? Yeah, and I guess you said like before, you say like positioning and light and sunlight, what would, you know, mm. 
the soil is nice and moist and then after it dries up quickly because it probably has no shade or something yeah. so there's yeah. so many variables to consider so speaking of crops christian what kind of uh jamaican products agricultural products outside of chocolate jamaican cocoa would you like to work with in your lagers and beers <laughs> Uh, I don't want to tip my hat too much, right. but uh, we have done a bear on a very small scale featuring mango. Oh, uh, that's really nice. Prosecco yeah. bottle. Oh, let's not let out the secret. No, yeah, it's not yeah. a secret because we've already done it. Right. We've tasted it. So, yeah. so the next one, fine. I mean. Uh, and not, even if it's not, you know what though, but somebody might not be able to make it. Like I tell, it's like recipes. Mm -hmm. How I may say I have a pl plate of rice and peas, your rice and peas will taste different. I may have used the natural coconut, you may have used the canned yeah. coconut, mm -hmm. it's something else. So, you know, yeah. the products, the brands that you use, so... Yeah, yeah. the possibilities yeah, are endless. endless. If yeah. there's a fruit, mm -hmm. you can do part of your, the end <laughs> yeah. of your fermentation on that fruit and get some of the character from right. that. Mango is tricky, you have to use a lot of it to get a little bit of the mango character, mm -hmm. um, because that sugar breaks down and ferments out for the most part. Character, cartoon character, yes, mango character. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... As I said, the possibilities are endless. Bananas yeah. are a bad idea. You don't get. You, yeah. you have to. You lose so much beer in soaking it into the banana. It will mm. just absorb everything. You're not going to get much flavor. But um, the possibilities are endless. Yeah. yeah. There's lots of starches to use, such as cassava. Right. Some experiments with. Mm. Um, and you know, go, going back to red strap and using the cassava, mm. it makes sense. It's a good thing, an environmentally responsible thing that they're mm. doing. But I wouldn't say, and the vision for Troubles Brewing is not to compete with the Red Stripe. Right, we're no, definitely. You're micro. Yeah. Micro, yeah, yeah. We're doing very diverse things. Mm -hmm. I'm doing different styles of beer, not just the one or two styles mm -hmm. of beer. And there's there's about 100 styles of beer in the world. which A hundred? Yeah. I didn't realize there's so many. Yeah, different yeah. countries. There's There are books on the styles of beer. Wow. Yeah, and um, there's, there's a lot you can do with mm -hmm. those four ingredients. And more you can do with an extra fifth okay. or sixth ingredient yeah, as well. Um, but there are a lot of documented styles in the world, and that's what we wanted. We want to mm. bring those styles of beer um, to the Jamaican people, mm -hmm. let them grow and understand, mm -hmm. develop a beer culture, much right. like there's a wine culture. I'm still yes. surprised there's a wine culture in Jamaica. Yeah, we spoke about that yeah. episode too, actually, about it's how it's become so popular. You wine know, Lady Deborah. Yeah, Wine Deborah. Lady Deborah, right? She's, she's brilliant. She's and yeah. it's like, because, you know, we have, you know, people know us as a rum culture and mm -hmm. a beer culture. So again, you know, you can, obviously we can't grow it because where we're positioned on the planet right. we can't grow we yeah, we do have grapes here but mm -hmm. in terms of the whole it would be ripened too quickly it's too hot uh, um but uh but with hops. yeah with hops same exactly with hops, so, you know temperate but it's just nice to know that we have these quote-unquote foreign products but with local flavoring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think what is nice for what I've seen, for example, the first time I lived in Jamaica as a teen, it was like everything foreign is better. Yes. Now mm. it's like nowhere is better than we or nowhere is better. You know, mm. I love the pride in uh, what we produce locally. People are seeing, wow, what we have is excellent. And I'm, I'm, I'm liking the cultural shift towards appreciation for our own. Yeah. And then also a lot of what we have, what we take for granted, people overseas would love to import it as well. So it'd be nice to flip the script yeah. and be exported more than we're, we're imported. And okay, so any last pointers before we wrap up? Start with you, Shelley. Anything that you would like to see? Okay, so let's speak more about uh, Live Echo. You were the founder of Caribbean Environment Week. Congratulations. That thank was you, an amazing initiative. Again, mm -hmm. because as we say, everybody's climate needs are different yeah. in each region. Yeah. And how was the response to that? 
The response to Caribbean Environment Week was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, I do want to touch on a few more island states mm -hmm. in terms of what is happening in a different, on different islands. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, it was really, let's talk about what is happening in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. You know, we talk about climate change globally or mm -hmm. in first world countries, but are we really talking and touching points as to, you know, how it's affecting the Caribbean, mm -hmm. you know, every single island in the Caribbean. Right. And it's also for individuals, like I said, for the mm -hmm. most part, Echo is talking to the individual. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's also for them to learn more about how the environment impacts them and they impact the environment. Mm -hmm. So the response was amazing. I'm looking forward to twenty twenty one Caribbean Environment Week. I yes, I'm I'm excited about yeah. that. <laughs> I think it's a wonderful initiative, and I thank you on behalf of everybody who's climate conscious for taking the lead on this wonderful mm. thing, and also from a grassroots level, because I think you do have to go to that micro level yes. for these big initiatives, because yeah. sometimes, even for myself, it's like over my head. I was like, oh, it's bombarded with all of this information. I'm like, oh my God, mm. I can't process all of this. Yeah. But when you break it down to us in simpler things, it definitely helps us a lot. So Andrew, Plant Jamaica, what other things would you like to see in terms of support or, you know, you're a father, congratulations, a beautiful baby, you. Um, you know, for her generation, you know, what would you like to see happen for them and what we could do now? We need a whole season to answer that mm. question because it's climate change is really complicated. Mm -hmm. So like I could sit down, I'd love to sit down here and talk for a long time about what engineers and scientists are doing in mm -hmm. the world, you know, that we're going to end up coming downstream to be able to receive, mm -hmm. right, to grow so that farmers can make profits mm -hmm. and also we can reduce the impact that we're damaging on the environment, mm -hmm. like, you know, the goals. Right. Um, so <laughs> it's a complicated thing. Right. Um, uh, when I leave here this afternoon, I'm actually going to go and look at about uh, doing some kind of fertility, um, a, a new type of organic fertilizer to mm -hmm. hopefully try and bring to the Jamaican market but mm -hmm. we're gonna start off with a pilot right and see how it goes um, what I want for my for my my child <laughs> it's hard to really answer that yeah. in one, in, in one, mm -hmm. in one sentence but I would say that with yeah. COVID um, the elections that we see all around the world mm -hmm. climate change um, it seems as if the world is becoming more separated and tribal, mm -hmm. and yet the world is really a small place. It definitely mm. is. And uh, so climate change is our biggest threat, but I feel that socially, culturally, I don't know how we're going to solve all of these issues where mm -hmm. everybody is so separated, mm -hmm. you know? To lose COVID that selfishness, really yeah. How small a planet we have here. Mm -hmm. So. And if you really dig down into the details of what the scientists tell you and whatnot, mm -hmm. we don't really have a lot of time. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, it's scary. We don't see it day mm -hmm. to day because yeah. it happens so slowly, right? So big. Weather changes is one thing. Mm -hmm. Climate is something which takes a long time, time to yeah. see the changes on. So, so only for history and only for data <laughs> and about enough drinks. Yeah, shots. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think we may have to do a part two one day. I think but so. over food this Wait, time, I'll cook for you guys. Food and drinks. Food and drinks. Yeah, so we're going to do... So guys, you heard it here. We're going to do a part two of this conversation, but around my dinner table the next time. I don't time. think I'm going to be invited. Yeah, yes, you will be. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, want to yeah. say one thing, though. Yes, you know, sure. I, I don't have any children. I have nieces. Yes, same you know, with me. I'm, I'm auntie like you. Yeah, yeah, so as it relates to, you know, the future for them, 
them mm -hmm. we are aware that mm -hmm. something is happening and you know as young as your your daughter is it's really for us to show them mm -hmm. you know that buying the new phones or the mm -hmm. new this that and whatever every year that something comes out you yeah, don't need that right you know yeah. so we need to really look at what we're purchasing the companies that we're supporting mm -hmm. also yes. you know are these companies giving back yes whether it is they're giving back to you know communities or mm -hmm. to the environment in themselves but mm -hmm. we need to teach the next generation some of them are actually aware in themselves yeah. you know sometimes i talk to some young people and i'm yeah. like wow how do you know that you're only 12 yeah but you know they're really aware and but it's really for us mm -hmm. to also help them right you know so let's continue those conversations let's always have those yeah. conversations okay and christian finally with you um you know what as a small manufacturer and you know creating this niche and developing this niche even further what kind of support would you like to see guys i hear some some cars are racing everybody in this country believes that they're lewis hamilton sometimes the people that speed up <laughs> this road sometimes i'm like oh my god we're not a formula run a formula one track right it's just a regular neighborhood streets but christian um what would you what kind of assistance would you like in terms that both you know friendly uh what kind of encouragement would you like to see to help people like yourselves other people out there young entrepreneurs with these amazing ideas um do you see like associations being formed or collectives or us the consumer so, what kind of mm. feedback do you want from us to help improve your product yeah. as well well i mean as far as the feedback that's why the relationship with uncorked mm -hmm. is, is so great because we're doing a pop-up there every month where right. we're serving the bears um directly off of the draft system you can get a flight of four bears smaller okay. glasses nice. um, and enjoy as many as you can but you know as far as starting a business i think it's it seems the thought was very daunting, mm -hmm. but a lot has changed recently, and there's a lot of um, reason to, to, to create your own business, and a lot of incentive, and a little mm -hmm. bit of the red tape has been removed. Mm -hmm. It's still there, Jamaica being, the, being Jamaica, there's still a bit of red tape, mm -hmm. um, but I see it getting better. So for that encouragement on a small scale, for people to have their own businesses, build their own, their own businesses, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's an amazing thing, it's very empowering. Um, sorry for the noise, guys. Construction next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, but thank you all, Christian, Andrew, Shelley. What you guys have shared today is very inspiring, it's very motivating. For somebody out there who may be discouraged, I think your stories will motivate them to try. You could only try. Mm -hmm. And again, you've all shown trial and error, myself included, with my food work over the years. Okay, that doesn't work. We shifted again, even. And I think we're at the era now where people are more patient, more kind, because that pivoting is the yeah. buzzword. All of us have had to reassess and humble ourselves yes, and say, okay. COVID. Right, yeah. you know. So thank you so much for joining me on a drink and a natter. Christian, thanks for those delicious beers that you let us sample earlier. Thanks. I I hope you guys enjoyed the bourbon and honey as well. Mm -hmm. So guys, I will see you next time on a drink and a natter with another interesting guest from my friend circle. See you next time. Love, light and blessings. Bye.